I like how they say he's not officially out for the year. Like, okay. Cool. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. There are reports that say that Cam Akers is not out for the whole year, maybe. But I think everybody in this room agrees that Cam Akers is out for the year. Is that right, guys? Yep. Not good yeah, news. An, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he gone. It's not fun. This is the like, I, we're approaching the time of the year where we went from no news to now everybody's hurt. I mean, that's just what's going to what's going to happen. We've got training camp happening now, then the preseason, and then there's going to be week one and week two. And I mean, for the next like four weeks players are going to start getting hurt. And it's kind of a bummer. You know, we, we wanted to see a lot out of Cam Akers, and we, we liked the Rams offense a whole lot. I still like them. Do you guys still like the Rams offense without Cam Akers? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Good. Okay. Is it Daryl Henderson? I mean, do we have any kind of commentary here, or is this just speculation? Yeah, it sounds like Daryl Henderson will be number one. But, uh, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's a running back. I think it's probably the most replaceable position on the field, so. It is a I shame. think whoever's there, I, yeah, I mean, I think whoever's there is probably going to be productive. They say for now they're not going after a free agent. So if that holds true, I think it's going to be more of a committee type type deal with Henderson probably getting the bulk of the carries, but guys sprinkled in like Xavier Jones and um, Funk, and I think there's a fourth string guy there too. So I don't know that there's going to be anybody you can really rely on here. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things where I guess we'll find out week one or two or three, I guess. It, it's going to take some time to see what happens here. Adrian Peterson, Todd Gurley, I don't think there's a free agent that comes in here and just takes over. So no matter what happens, even if they do veer off of what they said and take a free agent, it's going to be a mess for a while. It's such a shame, though. We were, we were excited. I was excited to see Cam Akers. I really was excited to see him. Outside of that, there hasn't been a lot of news this week. The same old Aaron Rodgers crap. Nobody knows what's going on. Everybody thinks they know. But we all know that Aaron Rodgers is pissed off about something. Nothing else there. Um, any other news that needs brought up, guys? I don't think so. Ben Roethlisberger's looking good today. He didn't look that good. Yeah, I don't have anything. Okay. Did you really mean that, Corey? I mean, I was just... It was in the news. I just <laughs> okay. thought maybe you guys would want to talk okay. about it, but I guess I was wrong. Well, he didn't look good today. Aaron Roethlisberger did show up, and I think Adam Schefter said, um, not Finn. Aaron Roethlisberger. No, no I'm sorry. Um, I ben think, Roethlisberger. No, I think Schefter said that Roethlisberger looked thin. Not thin. It was fit. What was the word? He used like a very specific word. Does anybody... uh, hefty. No. No. <laughs> no, he looked hefty. Whatever, whatever word was used was not the correct word. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger still looks hefty. That's for sure. And I would be willing to be tackled by him just for the record. Anyway, enough, enough with the news. That's not news. Draft season is upon us. Dynasty drafts have already happened or are about to happen or are happening right now. If you're in a slow draft, which is freaking awesome, by the way. Um, but let's talk about some, you know, you got work leagues coming up. You got leagues with your friends coming up. We wanted to get together and do a mock draft and just get an idea of where some players are going right now so that you can better have an idea of, you know, different targets with your draft. And, and we got three different mindsets here, so you can see a lot of different ways of going about it. We randomly polled who would, uh, you know, draft from what position. Daniel's in the three. I'm in the seven. And Corey gets the snake at the 12. Uh, anybody have anything they want to say before we start? Lean was the word. Lean. Oh, lean. lean. It was not lean. Lean and mean. Yeah, it was not lean. It didn't look <laughs> lean, guys. <laughs> lean. lean is not the word. And oh, the, we're not surprised. The draft has begun. McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Not shocked. Daniel. That's kind of the consensus one, too. And this being a PPR league, um, I'm just going to take the, the next best guy on, on my board for a PPR league. And he's getting doubted. Um, because of who the quarterback is, but uh, you know I'm, I'm done doubting Alvin Kamara, um, so I'm going to take him at the uh, at three spot here. 
So this is based off of a PPR redraft one quarterback league. Just a very standard league. We're not going to draft a kicker or a defense. After Alvin Kamara went Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley. So six running backs off the board. And here I am. Wow. I really like taking a running back here, but (laughs) they're all gone. So... In this situation, I'm going Oh, you have plenty left. Well, there, plenty are, left. there are plenty left, but the absolute elites, the guys that I think could be the slam dunk home run. And with this first round, I want the absolute best at the position. This is not a round I'm willing to gamble on. And I look at Nick Chubb and Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Jones, and all of these guys have potential to be top five running backs. Some of them have potential to be the number one. I mean, Nick Chubb, I don't think we can make the argument for him, but Zeke or Aaron Jones, would it shock us if Aaron Rodgers showed up and Aaron Jones had an Aaron... I mean... But these are, these are longer bets. So in this situation, I'm going to go against what I would normally do, which would be take a running back. I have to take a wide receiver because that's what's left to me. So I'm going to go ahead and take Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams. I'll take Tyreek Hill because it's a more sure thing. All right. I'm here at 12. Uh, I get to pick two off the board here. I think I'm going to go. So, Tony, sorry, real quick. Zeke went right off the board after Tony took Tyreek. And then Travis Kelsey at 109, that's kind of been surprising. His ADP is kind of creeping up there. And then Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb. Here we are with Corey. First of all, I think Travis Kelsey at 109 is absolutely ridiculous in any format at all. I think Travis Kelsey could be the, the tight end one, but I don't want to encourage people to draft him this high. I, that's not going to happen in your league. I would hope to draft Kelsey like mid-second round. Uh, probably going to cost me an early second round pick there, but... The 109, if somebody does that, guys, they are overpaying. Don't overpay for it because there are, there are other players here that are better. So don't follow that. I, I, don't, I don't think they're overpaying by much. I mean, yeah, he has the possibility of being the tight end one like he's done the last like three years in a row. And you have Pat Mahomes throwing to you, and you're not that old yet. You've got another couple of solid years on the best offense in the league. You know, that positional advantage when all the running backs are gone and you don't want to take Devontae Adams. I mean, I I have seen Travis Kelsey actually going this high, not just in mocks, but in real drafts. So getting him mid-second is just not going to happen if you're waiting for him there. I love Kelsey, but I will not be drafting him at the ninth overall fantasy player. Corey, you're on the clock. Yeah, um, I'm here at the turn at 12, so I get two in a row. Um, So you can take the order with a grain of salt. Uh, if this were a standard draft, I'd probably make sure to go double running back here, but it is PPR running back. Isn't as important, uh, but I am going to go with Austin Eckler. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Nice. Nice. Um, which I'm not, I, I'm kind of, you know, just in my head, I'm kind of concerned with the Eckler cause he was a backup and now he's the starter. So I feel like there's a chance he could be, um, beat out for the job by somebody else, but I guess we'll just see what happens. You got to assume he's going to keep up the production. And then I'm absolutely torn here. Devonte Adams or Stefan Diggs, And then DK Metcalf's there too. Um, I just feel like he's not a PPR guy. He's not a guy that's going to get 10 receptions in a game consistently, but Diggs and Adams are both there. They can do that. I think I'm going to roll the dice and take Diggs. Because he was what uh, wide receiver one or two last year? I think he was wide yes. receiver one yes, in, the, in the play in the fantasy championship. Was he wide receiver one that week? I think that's what he, it was. He was no, he was wide receiver one overall last year. There we go. After Stephon so, Diggs, go ahead, Corey. Oh yeah, just taking value there. Um, second wide receiver off the board, I guess that does kind of make sense. It does yeah, make great, sense. Yeah, it does make great sense. Great turn there. And it makes us for a solid stack there. You've got two positions that you can at least be confident in week to week. DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback off the board, second round. I've been seeing him at the end of the first, and that makes me want to throw up also. Either way, I will not be having any Patrick Mahomes. Najee Harris, 205, the fifth pick of the second round. I want to talk about this because the computer just picked that, which means this is sleepers ADP. So that means this is based off of drafts and mock drafts that are actually happening. Is Najee Harris uh, a first or second round pick in redraft leagues, guys? We've got to talk about this. Uh, Sure. I mean, second round, easy. I think he's probably supposed to be going a little later in the second. But, I mean, Najee Harris, we we haven't seen him yet. So the upside's just endless with him. And And Big Ben is looking lean. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm super excited for Najee this year. I, I think he catches well. He runs well. He blocks well. It's going to keep him on the field. He's a three down back. He's built well. Um, so he, he could do it all. I'm excited for him. Is he, but here's the serious question though. We're looking at top. What is this? Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Is he a top 10 back? That's where he's being drafted right now. Top 10 back in fantasy football. I, th- I think you have to assume that based off the running back Steelers running back production in the past few years. So I think it's a risk worth taking for sure. I agree. So we're yeah. all in agreement. No one's going to threaten him there. So we all I mean, agree. He's, yeah. he's going to get everything. I love yeah. it. <clears throat> Tyree kill was my first selection. I'm on the clock now. Hopkins, Mixon, Jefferson, A.J. Brown, those are top players on the board. And immediately I look at the running backs and how they all went, and I passed. So I have no choice. I'm taking Joe Mixon, and I'm hoping for the best. Nice. Yep. Good I'm praying for you. <laughs> you know, the same is true for Mixon that we've said for several years. He has all the talent. He has amazing opportunity in front of him, but will he be healthy? And, and if he is healthy and if he is utilized, which I think he will be, then he has potential to be another top 10 back. We're talking Najee Harris, Joe Mixon here. I think it's an even split. Yeah, so um, right after your pick, a trio of wide receivers went, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, and Michael Thomas, and then my pick here um, at the 210. And I kind of like to leave drafts with as many running backs as wide receivers, if not, you know, variants by one or so so i like to leave my options open so i'm going to kind of play the turn here because i really like to start at least with two running backs out of the third you know by my third pick in the third round and there is jk dobbins antonio gibson deandre swift clyde edwards Hilaire, josh jacobs all still there and only four picks between my um, next pick um, so i'm actually going to think about taking a wide receiver here in a full ppr um, there's Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. One guy's jumping off the page to me and in a full PPR, that's Calvin Ridley. Just the, the target share that he's going to have in Atlanta, I think is going to beat out the target share that AJ Brown now has in Tennessee. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take Ridley here. Um, and then AJ Brown next pick off the, off the board. And then a, three running backs. So Deandre Swift, Antonio Gibson and JK Dobbins shoot i was hoping one of those three guys would come back to me that's just i guess that's just how it is so i'm actually considering something else here um i know you said you wouldn't take travis kelsey in the first round but sitting here at this 3-3 it is so hard to pass on darren waller right here i really like Clyde edwards Hilaire. Um, and of course there's George Kittle there too, but I think Darren Waller finishes the season higher than George Kittle. Um, just again, due to market share, um, for the targets. So I'm actually going to take, I'm actually going to take Darren Waller and see what my team ends up being. So I've got Alvin Kamara and then Calvin Ridley, and I'm going to draft Darren Waller. Just the positional advantage that we mentioned with Travis Kelsey earlier, I think is going to, is going to benefit me later. Um, and then I'll pretty much be forced to take a running back here in, in the fourth round coming around, but we'll just, we'll see how it goes here. You know, if I'm you, taking Darren Waller. if you believe you're getting the second best tight end in fantasy football in the third round, every time it's a good pick every time, whether you're right or you're wrong, I hope you're right. But if, if that's what you believe, that's a good value. And I would expect, I would have expected Waller and Kittle to be, um, well, late second, early, early thirds. So, yeah, it, it's falling right into line there. I, I don't think you reached at all. It was a good pick. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire after that, then Kittle, Jacobs, I'm on the clock. And I was kind of hoping for Waller or Kittle to fall to me because of the same thing I just said. In the third round, if you can get the, what you think is the number two tight end, that's an advantage every single week. We, we've already been into all that. <clears throat> Here I am, Tyree Kill, Joe Mixon, two picks that I don't think that – I, I would have, wouldn't have made either of those picks had I not been put in this position by the board. So I need to succumb to the board, pay attention, and draft the best player available from here on out. And here I'm going to take my guy, Allen Robinson. Um, what else is there to say? There are not many targets left. Allen Robinson is a quarterback-proof wide receiver. If he's a wide receiver two, I'd be shocked. I think he's a back-end wide receiver one, as he has been perennially, despite whether it's 
Andy Dalton or Nick Foles or Justin Fields or no incons- no consistency of any sort, I expect Robinson to show up and I'll take him. And now I'm done with the, with wide receiver for a minute. I hope. I hope. So Keenan Allen goes after Robinson at the three eight. Then Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Josh Allen, the second quarterback off the board. I'm here at the three twelve, the four one. Uh, right off the bat, I want to go ahead and snag David Montgomery right here. I think he's kind of established himself as the RB1 in Chicago. Uh, Double-digit PPR points all last year, and I'm grabbing him here in the third round. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then probably going best player available like Tony. We're going to take a peek at McLaurin here. We're going to take a peek at Mike Evans. And we're going to roll with Mike Evans here at the 4-1. Mike Evans. All right. And then oh, and your just pick. to be clear, just to be clear, if you can see my screen, it has um, Cam Akers as my flex. Tony has put him in the last spot of the draft uh, so he doesn't go in the oh, second or third cool. round like I'll, Sleeper does. I'm removing him. I'll put him here. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Corey, I like I like your start because you're super flexible from here because you've taken two running backs, two wide receivers, and just, just playing the board there. So you're not pinning yourself down to any certain position, and that's exactly how I love to start these drafts. As least uh, – trying to take as least, uh, as least risk as possible. As little yeah. risk as possible. As little and risk then after, as possible. There we go. So right after you, you were taking a look at Terry McLaurin, Team 11, who picked after you, went ahead and grabbed him. And then Julio Jones, Robert Woods, DJ Moore went at the 4-5. And then, Tony, you are on the clock at 4-6. Robert Woods is the best pick of the draft so far. Just saying. 4-4, Robert Woods. <clears throat> anyway. Solid pick. Um, let's take a look here. I'm, I'm, my hands are bound by the by the board here. I'm, I'm stuck in a position where I don't feel – extraordinarily confident at any position. Tyree Kill is a fantastic player, but we know that there are weeks that he lets you down. There are weeks he wins your entire game, and there are weeks that he lets you down. Same is true for Allen Robinson. Same is true for Joe Mixon. Same is true for Amari Cooper. So we're going to do a whole boomer bust theme here. I'm taking Amari Cooper. Nice. Go. I like that pick. I like that pick. And then right after you, let's see, the, uh, the quarterback heat has started. Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray both went in the next two picks. And then Chris Godwin, shoot. I was really hoping Chris Godwin would make it to me because I, I think that he is being very disrespected. You're talking about Robert Woods being a good, the best value of the draft right now. How about five picks later and you get the wide receiver four of recent yeah, going st- in the late fourth round. That is just flat out disrespect for Chris Godwin. I still like Robert Woods, but that's fine. He's not even hurt. They, they return the same team. And he's getting drafted in the fourth. That's crazy. Robert Woods is going to eat this year. So here I am. This is going to be a tough one because I'm not even thinking about tight end. Um, Travis Etienne is just a little bit too much risk um, as my running back two. I could take a wide receiver two here, which would be Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb. Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett. We got Miles Gaskin. Yeah, the running backs are not uh, not very exciting to me here, and I think maybe who I'm even thinking about a little later down the board will go through this turn. So I think I'm going to take either Cooper Cup or Adam Thielen. And I think with the injury to Cam Akers, I feel like, well, shoot. Oh... I'm deciding between Cooper Cup and CeeDee Lamb because I think CeeDee is going to take a take another jump. I'm going to go ahead and go with safety. I, I like I like Cooper Cup here. I'm going to take Cooper Cup. And then right after my pick, Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne, Tyler Lockett, and Kenny Galladay. And then I'm back on the board at 5-3. I've taken two wide receivers and a tight end, so I need to take a running back here. Um, I need safety. It's a full PPR league. 
I'm looking at Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, James Robinson, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette. The only one that's safe to me is Kareem Hunt. So I'm going to take Kareem Hunt as my wow. RB2 <clears throat> wow. in a – what wow isn't battered? No, good. I, want, I was hoping. I, I was just very hoping, and I, I saw him he's down just, there. He was so buried that I thought maybe there's a chance the auto pick doesn't get him. Kareem Hunt yeah. was my guy too. Good pick. Good pick. Top ten. He was top ten running back last year. There's no reason to think he won't repeat that. I mean, he can repeat that. He would be, he'd be a top ten running back if he was the starter on any other team. Top five probably. I, I love the pick. Good pick. Thank you. Um, on, so then. Right after mine, Jamar Chase went, Adam Thielen, and then Mark Andrews. Um, some all, let's see, top one, two, three, four, five tight ends off the board by round five. We'll see. Uh, we'll we'll do a little tight end tracker here to see see kind of how they how they go here and spread out. But Tony, you're on the board. We know you love tight ends, Daniel. Oh, <laughs> Mark Andrews was my backup pick so it sucks to see you know cream hunt and mark andrews both gone but that's the way it works when i look at running backs here it's gone dry and i'm left with just joe mixon miles gaskin james robinson javonta williams you know what i'm gonna wait a minute and i'm gonna see if i can grab javonta williams a little bit later and and hope for him to be um you know my rb2 that's a lot of picks that's 10 more picks after your pick no it could happen i think it will happen i'm gonna go ahead and move forward and I'm going to go ahead and take Dak Prescott. I would never take a quarterback this early, but I've put myself in a hole here, and I feel like the only way out is up. I'll take Prescott. All right. Comeback player of the year, by the way. Yeah, love it. Uh, Russell Wilson went right after you, so quarterbacks are kind of drying up. And then Devontae Smith, CeeDee Lamb at 5'10", guys. Is Is that way too low? Yes. I think yes, it is. I think he could be a top 10 wide receiver this year if everything kind of goes to fruition. And then James Robinson off the board at 5'11". I think that's a little too high. But then, uh, Corey, you're on the clock, 5'12". Yeah, I was salivating, hoping uh, CeeDee Lamb would be here. But he didn't, but that's fine. We're going to go ahead and take Justin Herbert to get that Herbert-Eckler stack. Nice. And then... Ooh, this is tough. I kind of want to go tight end and grab yeah, Hawkinson, which yeah, I'm going to do because he was double-digit PPR points all last year. Nice. So Great we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get that done. It was between him and Javante. I mean, Javante's a rookie. I think he'll be productive, but there's a chance he may not see the ball very much. You know, he might suck when he gets to camp. So TJ Hawkinson's the pick here at the sixth one. Oh, Hawkinson, Ayuk, Gaskins, Williams, Javante Williams. He's gone. Fournette, and now I'm in a worse spot than I was before. Maybe I should have not <laughs> done that. This was a terrible exercise, guys. Do not do what I'm doing today because this draft is one that I would absolutely regret, and it will not win you a championship. I mean, there's a, I guess there's a chance. There's always a chance. But here I am with one running back in the sixth round. I'm going zero RB, I guess, with one RB. So, fuck it. No RBs. Let's take a look. Deontay Johnson, Odell Beckham, Juju, that uh, Chark, Higgins. Oh, my gosh. This whole thing is is just absolutely not exciting to me at all. Oh my these rounds God. are the most exciting to me. I love the value on a lot of these players here. Jeez. There, there's a good value. But you have to understand, oh, yeah. I'm in a position where I've kind of screwed myself. Like, I'm looking, trying to dig out of a hole that cannot be dug out of because what's available doesn't help me at all. Give me one second. I think you should take Melvin Gordon since you didn't take uh, Javante Williams. That's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is brutal. This is absolutely brutal. Oh I, have my no, good. I have no choice. I'm taking Mike Davis. I'm trapped. Oh, this, see? oh that this, was perfect. That this, was my pick. That was that's a great value. This six, is six for the starting running back. Maybe. You maybe. have a starting running back as your RB two. Maybe. Maybe. It's not quite awesome. I have the starting running back maybe. on a team with a poor defense and a gunslinger okay. at quarterback. I, I mean He can catch it. He came, he came in, caught a bunch of balls on that on that uh, Panthers offense and, I understand uh, that. him for McCaffrey. 
I understand. Just the, as far as the upside on all these guys here, you got the one with the highest. Well, this he, is a he panic. Literally, play. be an RB one. I'm no, running for it, my life right now. It was a great value, great pick, and now your team is becoming more whole. You have two starting running backs on your team through round six, three wide receivers. Let's go. I think you're good. Deontay so, Johnson, and then Deont- Juju Smith-Schuster, yep. DJ Chark. Those are the three guys I I consider just stacking up on wide receiver. I let them pass. They all got drafted. Red zone chasers. Ooh, that's Daniel Sleeper name. If you don't know that, you can find him on Sleeper at Red Zone Chasers. Red yep. Zone Chasers. Yep. Um, so We're at the, the 6'10", by the way. Yep, 6'10". Uh, the running backs are very uninspiring. We got Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Ronald Jones, Kenyon Drake. So basically just a bunch of guys that are going to just lose their jobs. James Conner. The only one that's intriguing is Chase Edmonds, and I – I'm just not convinced Arizona like, is going to roll with him. Literally, their, like five one. five picks ago, you loved this round, and now you hate everybody. No, no, no. I just went through running back, so you're looking at Odell Beckham, T. Higgins, Cortland Sutton, Chase Claypool, Jerry Judy. I love the wide receivers in this range, so that is another reason that I like to get running backs early and then just scoop up all these values on these wide receivers that could be borderline wide receiver ones, wide receiver twos. Because this this area right here, this this round six, seven, eight, nine is just jam packed with great values on receiver. But I'm going to go with a guy that I think could finish as wide receiver one um, if his quarterback can get it together. I think he definitely got the skill set. Um, he's put up all the stats. He's put up all the stats before, and that's Cortland Sutton. I'm going with Cortland at six ten, which almost feels like stealing. It does. Um, and then right right after my pick, uh, Chase Claypool. Melvin Gordon, and then OBJ went on the turn. So the guy, team one, has yet to draft. He has drafted five running backs and two wide receivers. That would be a scheme if this was real life to look out for because he's going to be snatching up these wide receiver values here. And then Aaron Rodgers, uh, pick right before mine. So then I'm sitting here in the seventh round. Uh, pretty pretty even doubt. I've got two running backs, three wide receivers, and a tight end. So I'd really like to go running back here. Um, gosh, quarterback is an option for me, but I think I'm going to wait. You guys both have your quarterbacks. You took Dak and Herbert um, in the fifth round. I'm going to wait a little bit longer on that. I feel like if I get another wide receiver here, I might be hurting my running back depth. Um, so this is more of like a depth move, even though I love some of these wide receivers a little bit more. <sighs> I mean, I know I hated Chase Edmonds like four picks before, but <laughs> he's awful. He's awfully attractive here in the seventh versus uh, the sixth when I had Cortland Sutton on the board. So, you know what? Screw it. He's a starter for now, so I'll just have to prove it wrong. I'm taking Chase Edmonds as my RB3 here in the seventh. And then right after my pick, Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones, and then T. Higgins at the 7-6. So, Tony, you are on the clock at 7-7. Wow, 7-7. We're more than halfway through the draft now. It's 13 total rounds. Um, I feel like I finally have some balance to my team. Let me just peek at tight end here. Oh, wow. I waited way too long for tight end. So at this point, if you don't have one of the best tight ends in football and you are in the seventh round, don't draft one now. That's my advice to you. Just let this thing ride out. You're going to be streaming tight ends for the rest of the year. If there's a guy here that you really believe is a top five guy, then I guess there is. I guess fuck it. Then just do it. Um, there's a guy there. Do you not think so? I, I see a guy that could be a top five guy, but I'm not doing it because there's there's not enough. Who is it? I'm not doing it. it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. There's a couple of guys there. No, just tell me who you're thinking. Who is it? I mean, I look at Goddard. Yes. I look at Gronkowski. I look at Fant. I mean, (laughs) no, seriously, these guys have the upside. I mean, they do have the upside. Even even broke-ass Gronkowski has the upside. In standard scoring, he was tight end eight last year. Guys, that was at COVID with no preseason, with Tom Brady, they're back together. Do you, you want to talk about what? Name two players in football who are closer than Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski ever in the history of football. I can't think of one. I can't think of a pair. 
Like that, that he could be a top five guy. I can't do it though. I cannot do it right here. Don't do that. So I'm going to pass on that. I've got to wait. There's, I mean, it just feels too dirty to do that here. So I look back at best player available. Jerry, Judy, James Conner, Nico Samuel. Oh my God. I might end up picking Rob Gronkowski. Oh my God. Oh my God. I picked Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Tony. I'm doing it. I'm going to do what it. What are you doing? He fucked up. <laughs> nope. I'm buying into the hype. I've, I've decided. Oh, my God. I decided. Okay. I took him as what with that. All right. So, Tony makes a huge mistake. Takes Gronkowski at the 7-7. Seven, seven. At the 7-8, uh, Noah Fant goes. Another tight end. Uh, then Jerry Judy, Raheem Mostert, Debo Samuel at the 7-11. I'm at the 7-12. Again, I got two picks. Corey. Yeah. Do you regret now that Dallas Goddard is on the clock at the seven twelve? Do you regret your last pick of TJ Hawkinson? Um, maybe. It's close. I would close not. I don't think that's close at all. TJ Hawkinson. No, no, no. Is far a away. Full better. two rounds later. A full two rounds later value. No. Well, it's one round later. Zacherts um, and Zacherts is back. By the way, it well, sounds like he started like he's the round, back. and then you're at the end. So. I no. I think I think the QB situation as far as being a wide receiver or receiving tight end is better in Detroit than it is in Philadelphia. So that's how yeah. I'm going to use to justify my decision. <laughs> that could be yeah. wrong, but that's you know if we're going to make an argument, that's going to be my. Uh, um, I love Hawkinson though. I've done a pretty good job. I've got two running backs, two wide receivers, a quarterback tight end. I can still go best best available here, um, but it is pretty bleak. I think the juice has just went. Um, I'm starting to get into a little bit of the scraps here. Or I could go ahead and take Dallas Goddard also, oh. which, I, which I just did. And then we're going <laughs> to... We're going to scroll down the board and grab Trey Sermon, who is uh, starting running back potential. Nice. Wow. Wow. That was a I very like that exciting. because he's your running back three and not, a, you know, you're not banking on the guy that could be a starter for running back two. So easy pick there for the upside. After Sermon went Jalen Waddle. Wow. Trevor Lawrence, James Conner, David Johnson. I assume it's David. Johnson. I think it's David Johnson. It could be Duke Johnson. I think it's David. Anyway. Um, and I'm stuck back in the same spot where I feel like my back is against the wall and I have no great players at any position and now I'm just, I'm swinging for upside in the eighth round. Guys, do not follow my draft. Do not do this. This is not going to work out, guys. I've got a bad draft here. There's no way around it. <laughs> But I, I I stand by Rob Gronkowski. Listen, you keep doing it to yourself. Rob Gronkowski listen, is a seven. Listen, eighth tight end last year. I think he'll be the fifth this year, if not more. I'll play him every week. I, I'm not gonna I, listen. I've no other choice. I'm, I guarantee I'm screwed. there are ten weeks you wouldn't have wanted to start Rob Gronkowski last I, year. There are seventeen weeks I don't want to start Rob Gronkowski, but this is the position I'm in. Damn it, and I have no choice. I'm I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> Okay, I'm screwed. Brennan Cooks is the only wide receiver one left hey, in Houston. I'll take it. I'm, at this point, I'm taking starters with the most opportunity because otherwise I am absolutely screwed after Brennan Cooks, LaVisca Chenault, Robbie Anderson, Mike Gusecki, Daniel's on the clock. And I wanted either LaVisca Chenault or Robbie Anderson, so uh, that's really disappointing. Um, I think it's time. I'm going to take a quarterback here. Um, this is the back of the eighth round, and this is a guy that's getting tremendous value because of his age. And I'm taking Tom Brady. I think he's just, I mean, slot him in for the high 30s on, on touchdowns, and he very rarely has just a game that just craps your bed. I mean, he could have some low games, but he's not going to have any just awful games. So I, I love that security there. Uh, right after my pick was the pick that I was banking on here, Michael Carter, uh, Joe Burrow, Jarvis Landry, and Tyler Boyd. Um, so here I am at the 9-3, picking again. 
pretty uninspiring here. We have both the Buffalo running backs, <laughs> Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. We have Damian Harris, who very well could be a potential starter, which would be a steal here in the ninth round. A.J. Dillon, and then just, yeah, Nine Mine, Gus Edwards, backups. And then going through the wide receivers here, Will Fuller, I don't trust Tua. Uh, Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman, the pair of Baltimore receivers where they should be undrafted so far. Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel. So it's between two guys for me. Actually, three guys. Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, and Damian Harris. And well, goddamn, pick Damian, one. I'm taking the running back. Taking Damian Harris. And then Good after job. my pick... Jalen Hurts, Robert Tunyon, and Matt Stafford. And, Tony, you are back on the board. Technically, Damian Harris was an auto pick, so you got really lucky because you did run out of time there. Oh, really? I, I, t- I definitely clicked it on my end. Yeah, you did click it. It was a joke about how t- it took you so long to say that. Jalen Hurts, oh. Robert Tunyon, Matt Stafford. Here I am, back against the wall. What the hell am I going to do? First oh. of all, Matt Stafford's going to light it the fuck up this year. That offense is going to be flying. You know, Matt Stafford gets a big boost with Akers not being there. And that's just the reality of the situation is that Akers is far and away a better running back than Henderson. So everything that we hoped for Stafford, I, I think it will be, be that much and better. I really do think that he gets a, a – it's a shame to say that, but with Akers' absence, I think the passing game is going to have to, to step up another notch. The board is starting to dry up. Oh, here he is. Oh, my God. I feel so disgusting when I take Antonio Brown right after I took Rob Gronkowski. But don't. I did. I already did it. No, don't feel disgusted. I, that's a great pick. Antonio Brown in the ninth. I do. Talent-wise, he's way up there still. Talent-wise, uh, he's way still up there. And, and he had some big games late in the year. I guess that's what I'm banking on is – the the splash play production at this point I'm I'm literally just running for the hills here I I feel like my team is is behind and so at this point and by all means if you feel like the draft didn't work out your way it's okay to just swing for the fences there are years where things just don't work out that's okay hey three out of your last four picks have been pretty solid you know what so. most of the picks have been solid you're talking three out of the four you're saying Robert Gronkowski's a bad pick that's fine the whole team by itself. I'm not very confident in, and that's an okay thing. Like when you're drafting your team, everybody wants to pretend like they all think their team is the best team, but sometimes you're looking at it and you're pretending it's the best team, but you know, you like fucked up. Like that's a, that's a real thing. It's okay. And in those situations, it is completely okay to not don't panic, but to swing for the fences to, in these late rounds, just start trying to get a guy that will make up for a mistake that you might've made earlier. Because these late guys, they're not your starters. Naeem Hines, Tyler Higby, Devonta Parker, Darnell Mooney. I mean, none of these guys, one of them might make a huge impact on your team. But none of them are going to. So it's, it's totally okay, I think, to just swing for the fences and make some boneheaded moves when you think your back's against the wall. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, huge value. Went right after your pick there. Uh, Corey Davis. Will Fuller, Marquise Brown, and Corey, you are on the clock at the nine twelve. I just realized I've been looking at the uh, projection stat line for these guys' uh, numbers throughout this. So, um, okay, if I said something about double-digit PPR points earlier, it was probably wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> With that being said. Uh, I'm looking at a couple guys here. I'm looking at Naeem Hines because I'm a Colts fan. And I'm also looking at Michael Pittman because I'm a Colts fan. And Mike Williams. Let's go ahead. We're going to lock in. uh, We're going to go down the board a little bit here. Whoa. Give me me just a second, guys. One second. second. Where'd Singletary go? Somebody take him. Oh, no. Nobody took Singletary. No. Yeah. You're safe there. 
Yeah, 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 lots of question marks there. We're going to go ahead and take Michael Pittman. I mean, you've got superstar potential here, Michael Pittman. He's got a better quarterback this year. They've already been working out together. Um, could be big time there. And like Tony said, swing for the fences. You know, this could be a top uh, 15 wide receiver this year, and that's for real. And then I'm also going to go ahead and grab Naeem Hines because I'm a homer. Oh, I thought I was getting Hines. Hines. Well, listen – Go ahead. Hines is productive. He's productive. Frank Reich, especially now with Carson Wentz, he's going to be used out of the backfield. He's good between the tackles. I think he's one of the most underrated backs in the league. It is kind of a clogged up backfield. There's a lot of talent there. Um, I think anywhere else, he's probably a star. So I think they're going to find a way to get him the ball. I think it'll be productive. Same thing with Michael Pittman. For me, it's the same story as it's been the whole draft. My back is against the wall. I have two running backs, Joe Mixon and Michael Davis, and I'm not confident in either of them. And here I'm stuck in a situation where if I want another running back, I'm not going to be confident in them either. I'm going to take Tony Pollard, though, here. It's a reach, but I think it fills a wide receiver three need for me. I'm sorry, a running back three need for me. And he's a flex play maybe, an RB two or three probably, I hope. The, the Again, I'm swinging for the fences here, and this is not a team that I see a lot of success out of. But God forbid something happens to Ezekiel Elliott. Tony Pollard has shown that he can be the three-down guy if he needs to be. He can also take plenty of work off of Ezekiel Elliott's shoulders. So there's some upside here. There's a decent floor here. But again, guys, this team that I've drafted, I am so disappointed in. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to play the ADP game. There's a couple guys that I'm uh, going back and forth between, but I'm going to take Curtis Samuel here. Um, I think Ron Rivera went out and got him for a reason, and they're going to kind of use him all over the field. And for a full PPR, I think he's going to be he's going to be a great wide receiver too for Terry McLaurin. Um, which, by the way, Devin Singletary went off the board right before me, and then Deshaun Watson and Logan Thomas in between those picks. And after my pick, AJ Dillon, Devontae. Dang it, Devontae Parker, Mike Williams, and Michael Gallup. Let's hope Mike Williams will come back around, but I'll just take the next guy, um, and that is Daryl Henderson here in the 11th round. Once these ADPs get uh, more updated, Daryl Henderson will definitely go higher, but he kind of sneaks by here, so I'm just going to cut. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not allowed to reach that far down the draft board. That's illegal. (laughs) I, 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 I hadn't even seen him. He was right there. He was at the top. <laughs> no, not on mine. He was all the way down at like 165. Y- you are. No, he, he was 142, I think, is what it said before I grabbed it. Okay, listen. Here's the reality. Could, that could be right. Here's the reality. Corey is wrong. You can reach that far down the draft board if you want to. <laughs> but Corey, Corey is Thank right. You. Corey is right that Daryl Henderson's not going to be here in the 11th round. So no. you need to get that on your radar right now that if you want, if you want the Cam Akers replacement, he's going to be, what is that? Ken, I'm looking at Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Kenyon Drake. Where does he belong? Like, where does he actually fit in up there? Probably um, above Kenyon Drake. I, w- I would think so Pro- too. Jones, Mostert, Gaskin. Melvin Gordon. Stop me. Melvin Gordon. Stop, me when I'm, stop me when I've gone too far. Mostert, Gaskins, Williams, Fournette, Davis, Gordon, Hunt, Robinson. Hunt, Hunt, Hunt. Hunt. Robinson. Okay. Ro- Robinson could be moved down probably. Okay. So Hunt or Robinson. We're talking about a fifth. He's a fifth or sixth round pick. That's what he really is, right? Yeah. Yep. I, I was going to say, I'll, I have Chase Edmonds on my team, and I took him in the seventh. I'd probably take Daryl Henderson over Chase Edmonds if I was sitting there. There you go. So now you have it, and Daniel got the advantage of him being buried on the board, and he paid attention to it. Good for Daniel. You've got to learn from that. That's important. Good for Daniel. Good pick. Let's what see. What a here. fucking loser. Yeah, loser. Uh, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Justin Fields. Again, running for my damn life. Where am I going to go? T.Y. Hilton has a chance. Oh, no. <sighs> Guys, I do not like what I've done here. I am so disappointed in myself. Wow. Okay, uh, swing for the fences. T.Y. Hilton, give me one more season of 
of I T- love it. T.Y. Hilton with uh, I love it. with an improved Philip Rivers, a watered-down Andrew Luck, whatever you want to call it. Let's just see what we've got here. It's the 11th round. I was kind of hoping T.Y. would follow me at the 11-12 here, which would be kind of stupid since I just took two other Colts. But right after uh, Tony took Hilton at the 11-7, Hunter Henry went off the board. Tyler Higby, Henry Ruggs, Matt Ryan, I'm here at the 11-12. I was eyeing a couple fellas. Um, Marvin Jones, I'm going to go ahead and take. Marvin Jones is a proven wide receiver. Uh, how old is Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones is 31. He's still going to be productive. He's going to be probably the veteran of that wide receiver uh, squad in uh, Jacksonville and probably a guy that Trevor Lawrence is going to like to target. So I expect him to get some balls. And then I have no idea what I'm going to do here. Absolutely no idea. We're going to go deep. We're going to dig real deep. Never mind. We're going to go back to the top, and we're going to take <laughs> Miko Hardman. Sleeper's put out a few notifications about Miko Hardman. He's in my mind. He could be productive. Swinging for the fences. We are at the point where these are our last two picks of the draft. So are these players we're willing to cut? What's the general like feeling about these two picks? I mean, I'm still trying to find value, but yeah, you've got to be willing to cut them if they don't work out in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a perfect line of thinking with these guys. Pick them, and then if you don't feel good about them, even after week one, week two, these are guys that could just become waiver wire fodder for the rest of the year. Waiver wire fodder. That was a good word. This this is yeah. perfect. Um, so the guy that I'm about to pick has stepped up a little bit, kind of, in some ways and now has a massive opportunity in front of him. Now, he hasn't earned it, you know, he hasn't taken over, but he's in the best situation to do that, and it's Russell Gage of Atlanta. I mean... Oh, great, great pick. I mean, I think this guy could potentially... It, what if he's a top 24 guy? I mean, he could I mean, easily be. We're talking about swinging for the fences here. The 12th round, I'll take Russell Gage, and if it doesn't work out, I'll know in two or three weeks. And I'll just Absolute cut his ass. steal. Yep. We'll know right away with what we got with Russell Gage. Target him late. I don't feel bad about this. As bad as I felt about my early picks, if you get Russell Gage in the 12th round, you are winning. Yes. I have Calvin Ridley. Otherwise, he would have been just high, high, high on my radar coming into this this round and next pick. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was great. Um. I'm going to take, I've already got uh, Darren Waller, so I'm going to take a guy that I think could ascend into that next, um, oh, you know how George Kittle did um, in his second year. He, he did really well. I'm going to take Adam Troutman. I think uh, just the hype that we've been hearing about him, he's a great blocking tight end. He's going to stay on the on the field. I think he's, he's going to have uh, a better year. Um, that's good insurance there is my backup tight end I'm not going to take a backup quarterback just for the sake of this um, I've got one, two, three, four, five running backs and four wide receivers so I'm going to finish it out with a wide receiver here so I finish with the same number I'm going to take this is full PPR so I'm just going to go with Cole Beasley he's always a value every single year um, and Josh Allen loved him last year so do you think the Vax situation, like he's thrown a fit on Twitter about vaccines, like is that going to hurt him on the football field? I don't think so. I think vaccine, that's just no, that, it won't hurt him on the football field. Well, no, no, no. He's been like super like anti-vax, and I just wonder if his outward opinion will, uh, I'm saying this is a political, like it's a, it'd be a political thing here. It's not like a physical thing, like, I'm not saying is him not getting the vaccine make him a worse player. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying is his vocalness against the vaccine going to hurt him in the locker room? That's my question. Oh, in the locker room. Yeah. Like, will it, will it, could it potentially damage success that he would otherwise have this season? Potentially. No, I'm sure there's guys in the locker room that are with him. I mean, none of these teams are 100% vaccinated. So. I don't think people care either way. So you think that Cole Beasley is an absolute steal? Like if you can get him this late in the draft, I agree with you I mean, as far as the player goes. Like 
in a normal year, I wouldn't have, I would have drafted him sooner above Mooney and Moore, above Bateman, above Davis. Yeah. I think uh, Gabe Davis coming up um, in the ranks, who's actually still, still on the board. He probably won't get drafted in a lot of leagues. Um, Nobody knows what's going to happen with that. So I think that's the only thing holding Cole Beasley back from being another, you know, low to high end wide receiver too is Gabe Davis. How involved is he going to be? Fair enough. Um, last pick. This is your last pick. You can do literally anything you want, and I guarantee five shots that Tim Tebow makes the roster. Oh, God. I'm I knew you were going to do this. He's my last pick in the draft. I'm taking Tim Tebow. Talk about waiver wire. Shit. Don't acknowledge it, Daniel. Just it, move on. Uh, yeah, moving on. Time. All right, Corey, finish hey, it out. Somebody drafted Cam Akers in the 13th round. No, you need to remove that and do C- CPU auto pick. Well, it's probably going to be Cam Akers. Gerald Everett. Bang. God damn it. <laughs> Is that yours? No, I was just kidding. <laughs> that was a good All joke. All right. All right. I'm here at the 13-12. Mr. Irrelevant, our last pick of our mock draft. Um, I had five guys I was looking at here. One of them just went, and that was Carson Wentz. Um, I've got four left on my board. I've got Paris Campbell, Christian Kirk, Zach Wilson, and Cole Komet. I want to go ahead and pass on Paris Campbell because I already have two Colts. Um, and I'm really torn between these last three. I feel like Christian Kirk could be productive. He's going to be competing with Rondale more, though. I'm going to go ahead and take him off the board. And I'm going to roll with Zach Wilson. Um, could have a... The team could stink, but he could be very productive if that makes any sense. I think he's going to be slinging it all over the field. He's going to be running around. Um, he could just put up a bunch of points. That's how I feel about it. He could be the Justin Herbert of 2021. So we're going to take a flyer on him as my backup quarterback here in round 13. Mr. Irrelevant. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.